What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to episode 50 of the Ashley on Life podcast, the podcast all about helping you to have a successful career and a popping life. I am your host, your career advancement coach, Ashley Natrice. And guys, can you believe that this is my 50th episode? OMG, I am just elated, excited, and really a little in awe of the fact that I have recorded 50 episodes of this podcast. It has gone through a couple of different iterations. Um, We've changed up the style. We've changed up the dynamics. We've done a lot over the last 50 episodes, but I think one of the things that I have learned the most is that it's just so important to continue to evolve, to listen to you guys and your feedback. And I'm so excited about the direction that the podcast is going to be going this year. And so to be here um, at 50 episodes is a major milestone for me. And I just want to thank each and every one of you who's tuned in and listened. If you are a new listener, welcome to the tribe. I am so excited to have you here. And for all of my old time listeners, um, I cannot say thank you enough for helping me get to over 10,000 downloads and to get to the 50 episodes that we're at now. Um, It wouldn't be possible if you guys weren't out here listening. So I do appreciate you very, very much. So now let's hop into this week's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the three strategies successful people implement that you're not. Yes, I'm trying to give you the teases, the gems. And this episode is filled with many gems. So we're going to go through these three strategies. I think they're going to be very helpful for you. I think they're going to give you some insights and hopefully... um, give you just some tips and tricks that you may not have thought about before. So when we think about successful people, I think a lot of times our first thought goes to, wow, they are so motivated. I wish I had that motivation. I wish I was able to push myself to do these things. I wish I was so inspired to get up and go to the gym or become a morning person or meal plan or, you know, get that promotion or go talk to my boss to negotiate or go after that new job, apply at Google. I wish, I wish, I wish. And so we we tend to think that people that are successful in areas that we want to be successful in are purely there by their motivation. And I want to debunk that right off the bat because motivation isn't really enough, not isn't really, it isn't enough period to get you to where you want to go. But I think we sometimes think about motivation as being more emotional and we don't really consider um, what motivation actually is. 
So let me give you what the, the definition of motivation really is. Motivation derives from two words that are pretty much like forced together. Motive is the Latin word for motivus, which means reason. Then action derives from action. So action basically means to move, right? So motivation means a reason to take action. So when we think about people who are motivated, we think about more of like an adrenaline rush or this excitement or this push to do things. But really motivation is simply when you have a reason to take action and then you take that action. And so in my goal setting formula that I use with all of my clients when we're breaking down their career goals, I talk to them about how to 3X their success. And I consider the 3X rule the key to successful people. Out of all of the research that I have done, I've read tons of books, listened to many, many podcasts, and spoken to a lot of people that I would consider successful. And there's not one person, one book, one podcast that I've ever listened to that doesn't um, evolve, involve one of these three strategies that I'm going to talk to you guys about today. And so if you attended any type of schooling in the U.S., which I hope that would be everyone on here, you took a math class and you know that in math, if you get to more of the advanced mathematical equations, one of the ways for you to accelerate that number or to increase your mathematical number is to use an exponent. And that's the reason why I like calling this the 3X rule, because I feel like that whatever your goal is, whether that's a career goal, you want to get promoted, you want a title change, you want to earn more money, you want to, you know, switch or pivot your job into a new career, or if it's a life goal, you know, you want to lose weight. You want to read more. You want to spend more time with your family. You want to be productive. Wherever your goals fall in the spectrum, whether that's career focused or if that's life focused, it's important for you to remember how to 3X your success. And so the 3X rule basically means that if you apply these three strategies, that you're going to exponentially increase your probability of being successful by utilizing these three things. And the three things are commitment, discipline, and consistency. So again, that's commitment, discipline, or self-discipline, and consistency. And if you apply those three things to anything that you're doing, you're going to exponentially increase the probability of you being successful. So today, I really want to break those three things down. And what I'm going to do is give you, you know, three reasons or three tips or three gems that go underneath those three items of the commitment, discipline, and consistency that hopefully you can take something away from our conversation today and implement something immediately. So my call to action for you The thing that I want you to be able to do after you finish listening 
to this podcast today is to take something that I have talked about and actually implement it immediately in your life. So let's start off with commitment. Saying that you're committed to something is very difficult for most of us. Like if you think about saying that you're committed or if you think about being a committed person, most of us really freak out in a, in a way. It's like something about saying commitment, you know, think about your relationships or, you know, committing to working out. It's like, We hesitate to do it because it doesn't come natural to us. And we understand what comes along with commitment. So commitment requires you to go all in. It requires you to fully engage and fully invest in whatever you've decided to commit to. And so this is really a brain hack for you. Instead of saying like, I think I want to do this, like I think I want to get a new job this year, or I think I want to try to go after that promotion, or it would be cool if I got this, or you know, I wouldn't mind if I was able to make this happen. If you just shift your mindset and say, I commit to doing this, you know that there's a level of responsibility that comes with that word commitment. But if it's something that you really want to succeed at, making that shift will help you tremendously. So when you commit, you know that you have no room for excuses and you cannot say, I'm going to quit. That's the reason why it's so hard, because if you don't commit to something, you give yourself like that get out of jail free card. You give yourself a pass. You're able to make excuses to not do things that, you know, are going to help you be successful. But once you say that you've committed to something, now you have like this requirement or this obligation that you feel that you that you need in order for you to be successful and to do the things that you probably really don't want to do. So if you want to be successful at reaching your goals this year, you have to commit to doing that. Now, I mentioned that you're going to have the urgency around quitting more than you're going to have the urgency around taking action. So when it comes to commitment, I wanted to focus on the three reasons why you may be tempted to quit. So the first reason why you may be tempted to quit and not commit is perfectionism. This leads to procrastination. So I want you to remember, everything doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to do something. If you have a goal that that you want to accomplish, especially if it's something that's really meaningful to you, which I hope it is, if it's a goal of yours, you want to get it right. You fear failing at it, so you procrastinate and you let the perfectionism kick in where you feel like everything has to be done in a certain way or everything has to be perfect before you can even get started. You don't want to do that. You want to understand that you can adjust and modify at any point in time. So the key to being committed and not quitting in this is to understand that you're not going to be able to figure out what perfect looks like until you get that first rough draft. So you just got to start moving and figure it out along the way. 
When you struggle with commitment, especially when it comes to the perfectionism piece of it, go back to that aspiration that we talked about in episode 48. I'll link that episode in the show notes if you didn't get an opportunity to listen to it. But in that episode, I break down the difference between aspirations, goals, and projects. And so when the commitment piece comes up and you feel like you want to quit, Understanding what that aspirational goal is or what your ideal life is can come back and be that reason to help motivate you. As women, we often feel overworked and overwhelmed. We spend so much of our time caring for others that we don't pour back into our own cups. Our goals, dreams, and aspirations are then pushed to the back burner and sometimes we have a little bit of resentment. This causes us to procrastinate, make excuses, and self-sabotage. And that's exactly why I created the Redefining Balance Community Membership. This is a community of like-minded women who desire to design a life they can live on purpose. We're going to cover everything from your money mindset to your career, your relationships, and your self-care. And best of all, you're going to do that with the support, accountability, and friendship of your sister friends. As a member of the community, you will get live personal development workshops, masterclasses from industry experts, live Bible study classes, a book club, meetups, and so much more. So join us so you can do your personal work redefine what work-life balance looks like for you and own your power. So we define motivation back at the beginning of the episode, right? So we said that motivation, the definition, is a reason to take action. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about how you can commit and then utilize that aspiration to keep to be the reason for your motivation and that will kick into the action that you need to take. So let's go into self-discipline. And this is a huge one. Many of us struggle with self-discipline 
because we become okay with breaking promises to ourselves. Our lack of self-accountability stunts our abilities to be successful. And so self-discipline is hard because it requires you to be honest and truthful and hold yourself to the standards that you've said that you wanted to set with for yourself. And we get discouraged because we recognize that as much energy that we spend on making sure that other people hold up their end of the deal or hold up their end of the bargain, it takes a hit to our ego really to discover that what we require of others, we don't even require of ourselves with ourselves. And I hope that makes sense. So I think that's the reason why many of us struggle with self-discipline. And I say it because I struggle with it as well. It's very easy for me to try to hold other people accountable, but there's difficulty when it comes to me holding myself accountable and doing the things that I need to do in order to get the success that I claim that I want. And so what we have to do is to make sure that we are setting ourselves up to be more self-disciplined And I'm not going to get into all of the practical ways to do that today. I'm going to dive into setting up your system to help you be more self-disciplined in the next episode. So make sure you tune into that because if that's something that's very important to you and you struggle with it, having a system in place, a foolproof system in place will help you exponentially. I promise you. And so I wanted to have that as a separate episode to go in with you guys on next week. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you three tips that you could start thinking about and utilizing today in order to set yourself up to be more self-disciplined in order to have a foundational piece. So when I give you the systems, you know what you're building those systems off of. So the first thing that you can do to become more self-disciplined is to plan and do the hardest thing first. So an example for you guys, in my career, I am in sales. And so it's very important for me to reach out to my clients, to check in with them, to see you know what I can be doing to help close more business with them. And then it's also important for me to con- continuously be going after new clients. And that continuously going after new clients piece is sometimes like my Achilles heel. It's something that I don't always love to do on a day-to-day basis. So one of the, the things that I've started to do is to implement what I call my productivity hour at work where I just block off my schedule for an hour. I shut down my email, um, my Colleagues pretty much know not to talk to me or to try to chat me up at that point in time because I'm focused on my productivity hour. And so I have to plan for that hour. I even put my phone on do not disturb. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I've implemented that um, for the Lent season. And so I put my phone on Do Not Disturb and from 9 to 10 is my productivity hour. And I have my list of people that I need to reach out to. And my focus is simply just making the calls and making the contacts that I need to make with my clients. And it has really helped me to be 
so productive because it's something that I don't particularly care to do, but I'm doing it first thing in the morning so I can get it out the way. And I am blocking off an hour of my time and eliminating other things that would normally keep me from being productive in that moment. And I plan out how to do the hardest thing. The second piece to that, which is the second tip, is that I had to figure out how to eliminate distractions. And so letting the people that I work with on a normal basis know like, hey, from nine to 10, I'm not going to be available. Letting my colleagues know like, you know, if you need something from me, I can get back to you. But between nine and 10, I, I can't respond. And I have to completely shut out of my email because if I don't and I see the notifications, I'm going to want to answer the emails. So one of the things and tricks that I would say that you could do before you try to go straight into implementing a productivity hour, if that's something that you're interested in doing, is just evaluate your day and write down your distractions that come up when you're trying to be productive, which is something that I've done outside of work as well. In my side hustle, as you guys know, me podcasting, if you're listening to this right now, this is part of my business. This is part of my side hustle. So not only do I podcast, but I also do one on one coaching and I also have a membership group. And so I have to make sure that I am planning out the lessons for my membership planning out the lessons for my one-on-one clients, planning out the lessons for my group clients. And I have to make sure that I am free of distractions, which sometimes it's easier at home, easier at work, excuse me, than at home because at work you're in a controlled environment. And at home, I've had to come up with a way to have a more controlled environment to eliminate the distractions. But because I'm aware of them, it's a lot easier for me to plan around them and to do some things that I need to do in order to get rid of them or eliminate them. And then the last thing that I was going to say is a tip for becoming more self-disciplined is just to hold yourself accountable. Like just get in the practice of being true to yourself, you know, in a system, I think really helps with that accountability piece. So I said it before, I'm going to just reiterate here that I'm going to give you the system on next week. And that's really a great way to hold yourself accountable. But it's very important for you to include that aspect into your routine if you're trying to become self-disciplined. Now, the third piece of that exponent, if you want to 3x your success um, and do it in a way that most successful people are that you are not, is adding in consistency. So being consistent which basically means doing something the same way over time is not natural for us either. Um, We naturally hate being consistent people. Um, So you have to be mindful of this. It's a muscle that has to continue to be worked on every single day. Again, we are not born consistent people. People that you see that are consistent have had to work on getting to that place. 
And so it's important for you to understand that this is something that can be developed over time. If you want to be a consistent person, you can become consistent. If you want to be self-disciplined, you can. If you want to be committed, you can. But it just takes time, energy, and patience for you to be able to do those things. So in order to just like stay with the structure that we've been going through with the podcast on this episode so far, I wanted to give you three ways to become more consistent. So the first thing is don't give into your emotions. I know, I know it's easier said than done. And I want to be clear here because your emotions do have their place. They do serve you well, but the key is to make sure that they're not emotions that are clouding your judgment and you give in to the feel good at the moment uh, that comes up sometimes and then your emotions cause you to self-sabotage. So because we're always chasing that feel good, if we say, oh, I'm tired, If you want to feel better, then you're just going to go lay on the couch and watch a bunch of episodes of Netflix. The reality is you may not really be tired. You just don't want to do what you need to do in order to get things done. And so when you give into that emotion of just saying, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I'm just burnt out or, oh, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Those are really just excuses There's things that are going to happen in your life, of course, that are going to prohibit you from maybe being consistent for a certain period of time. That's a given. Again, it's a part of life. But do not use how you feel as an excuse to not do the things that you know you need to do because you're just being lazy. And that's something totally different. And so don't give into the emotion of being tired or worn out if it's not really truly the emotion and it's just more you avoiding doing work that you don't want to do. The second thing is don't beat yourself up. We are so extremely hard on ourselves. And what we have to understand is that we are trying to do things that change our normal behavior. We're trying to shift our subconscious and our brains are going off saying, no, stop. Wait a minute. This is not where what we're accustomed to doing. This is not safe. Don't do this anymore. And you have to understand that you, you have to combat that um, and that It's going to take time for your brain to rework itself to build up that consistent muscle. So give yourself some grace, right? Like I know I said don't be lazy and all of that a few minutes ago. And I do mean that. But I also want you to make sure that you don't beat yourself up because you didn't get it right the first time. Change takes time and repetition. You will fail at this. The more consistent that you try to be, the better you get at being consistent and doing it on a daily basis, the stronger that muscle will get. But it will take time for that muscle to to get the strength that it needs. And so give yourself some grace, forgive yourself, but just keep going. That's the thing. Just keep going. Don't give into it. Just keep going. Now, the third thing 
that you can do in order to increase your consistency is to alert your squad, girl. Make sure your friends know what you're trying to do. Squad goals aren't just about looking fly in your pictures with mimosas at brunch. Yes, it's great and wonderful for Instagram for you to be able to do that, to have girl time, to enjoy having conversations and spending time with your girlfriends. I'm all for it. I absolutely love doing it. But your squad goal should also have a factor of accountability that you guys are helping each other to level up, to get better and to reach your goals. And so by having your squad know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, they can help you to become more consistent, especially if you have a homegirl that's really down and that's trying to do the same thing. You guys can check in with each other, be accountability partners. So not only are you able to like bounce your ideas and your frustrations and how things are going off someone else, but just having that regular check-in helps you to start being more consistent and taking a look at your progress over time. So utilize your squad. If you want to be consistent, use them to help you stay motivated stay encouraged and to have people that are cheering behind you that want to help you succeed. And I would say that would go for all three. So the consistency piece, the commitment piece and the self-discipline piece, having people behind you that support you, that genuinely care about you being successful, that genuinely care about you reaching the goals that you set for yourself is invaluable So if you have those people in your life, do not be afraid to reach out to them and ask them for help, for the accountability. So I'm going to wrap this episode up. Um, Over the past few weeks, I have been giving you guys the goal setting blueprint to be successful. We've dove into what goal setting truly is. Last week, we talked about your beliefs and how they affect your thoughts around how you can accomplish your goals. Today, we discussed how you can 3x your probability of being successful. So I gave you three strategies that successful people use and that they're implementing in their day-to-day lives that you're not. And so if you want to be in in that minority of people that are successful with their goals, I would encourage you to use the 3x rule to make sure that you're applying the consistency, the self-discipline and the consistency to everything that you want to accomplish. And so next week, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, I'm going to land this goal setting plane. And what I want to do is just give you the system that I've been using and that a lot of my um, friends and my clients have been using in order to help them to really stick to the, the task and the things that they need to do in order to be successful. And so I think having a system in place and being able to rely upon that system and not your emotions, right? So if you have a system in place and you have a way to check in with yourself, it's much easier for you to be successful than it is if you're just trying to like come up with things on your own in your mind or you wrote something down in a journal about your goals and then you never pick that journal up again um, until the end of the year and you realize like, I did all of this goal planning. I did all of this setting. 
at the beginning of the year and I haven't done anything. Well, I got you, sis. We got a system. A system that is on your iPhone or on your MacBook, on your Android, on your Windows computer, whatever device you have. There's a system that's built um, that you can design yourself in order to be successful. And I want to share that with you guys on next week. So until then, I hope you all have a great rest of the day and I'll see you on the next episode.